welcome back to another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave, here with me. A couple of guys who are healthy, available, and ready to play running back for your team, who inevitably has an entry at running back. Anthony and Moose. Hello! Well, neither of us are available. And I mean, if you were called upon... I mean, for that if money... If you were called upon, <laughs> come on, would you do it? Absolutely. No, in all seriousness, let's say the uh, Washington football team who just had an injury to J.D. McKissick, they call you, they're like, listen, so they're back we, need, up. we need a change of speed back. Technically, it would be a change of speed if one of you played. It just would be a <laughs> change in the wrong direction. But if you needed, they called you, we need a change of speed back, we're going to pay you this amount, come do it. Would you just, would you do it? Well, I mean, yeah. If they're going to pay us for that game beforehand, like, yeah. if you play this game, you get that amount of money, I'd do Darn it. right. Probably right. end up probably end up in the hospital with all the other running backs, but it's all good. I don't know. I don't think you nice get paycheck. up to speed fast enough for it to to matter. But oh my gosh, the injuries! We'll get there. We'll get there with the game recaps. Um, which should we just dive right into them? Let's dive right in. All right, we're diving. We're diving in. So it's time for the who's starting today. We're gonna go time for the Moose Minute. Harrison, hurry up. Dave Dash, your uh, game recap order. Here we go. <laughs> All right, uh, game number one. Hold on, let me get my stopwatch An- out. No, Anthony, start oh, the stopwatch. Uh, yeah, I start. Anthony. Oh, gosh. Let's go, oh, Anthony. What is happening? How I already started. But... Well, for for you. Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah, we've been ready for hours. Oh, three to one, <laughs> go. Uh, all right, I got uh, Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. Uh, Jared Goff and Andy Dalton, both, you know, not very hyped quarterbacks both surprisingly <laughs> had good games for, for them at their <laughs> skill level. Jared Goff managed to get two touchdowns. Way to go, pal. And uh, Andy Dalton filling in for Justin Fields for who knows how long. There's no timetable on the rib injury. Uh, the Chicago running backs, a little bit disappointing. David Montgomery only got 8.9 points. Uh, DeAndre Swift went out with a shoulder injury early in the game. and this uh, one. Ju- I'm sorry. One, I'm keeping track of all the running back injuries. There's one. So sorry, oh, continue. Okay. Uh, Jamal Williams came in uh, in relief, got about ten points. Uh, wide receivers, uh, Darnell Mooney starting to starting to hype things up here. Fifteen points, looking good. Josh Reynolds, a recent ding, ding, ding. Uh, pickup Maybe off waivers, fourteen point five points. Well, Dave interrupted me. Yeah. And if you started Cole Komet like I did against Anthony, you're happy because. Uh, he got you 10.5 points in a half point. TJ Hawkinson would have gotten you 11. Okay. Now we're heading over to Vegas against the Cowboys for the most exciting game on Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, that is. Derek Carr with 20.02 fantasy points and Dak Prescott with 25.3. So they it was a very good week if you stream Derek Carr. And, of course, your starting Dak Prescott looked very good. Josh Jacobs, who we talked uh, trash about last week, ended up with 18.2 fantasy points. It seems like whenever we talk trash about these players, they do well. Tony Pollard on the other side of the ball, 14.8 fantasy points, uh, outscored Ezekiel Elliott just by pretty much one point. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott had 13.9 wide and receivers. Ezekiel Elliott was banged up in this game. That's okay. Two. We're getting to, uh, he just yeah, always Dave, interrupts. You have your you have your own minute. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson, 17.7 points off of one pretty much big play hunter renfro destroyed with 17.6 on the other side of the ball cedric wilson who we set to start while um 
uh, while Amari Cooper and CD Lamb was out, did well. Michael Gallup as well, 13.1. And then Darren Waller got injured, only finished with 4.3 points. And Dalton Schultz, 14.1. Dan Carlson, 21 points. As a Moose's guy. Moose's genius kicker pick of the year. I gave you 10 extra seconds. All right, I have the pleasure of bringing you the last game on Thanksgiving uh, Thursday, which was Buffalo against the Saints. I thought this would be closer, but it was not. Buffalo needed this one, winning 31-6, to back in business from a real football and fantasy football standpoint. So, New Orleans Saints, not much to talk about. I mean, hopefully you weren't starting Trevor Simeon or, I mean, Ingram out, Kamara out. You're not starting Ty Montgomery. If you started Tony Jones, some people on this podcast did, probably not liking his 2.7 points. Um, and then I mean, there's no receivers there, you know, so there's just not much going on for the Saints. On the Buffalo side, ooh, Josh Allen, 28.74 tutties with two INTs. Could have been even better. And on the running back side of Buffalo, like Devin Singletary, nah, not the guy. Zach Moss, not even on the field. He's injured. Matt Breida with 12 and a half points. Holy smokes. Stefan Diggs doing Diggs things back with 16.9. And Dawson Knox, not one, but two tutties. Um, he's back. Hopefully no one dropped him on the, their waiver wire and uh, got picked up by anybody. Ding, ding, ding. Um, it's worse than you think, uh, Dave. Zach Moss was a healthy scratch. He's not injured. He was a healthy scratch? Healthy scratch. Okay. Well, I can healthily drop him off my yeah. team we are terrible at doing a minute so speaking, speaking, of, speaking of people who are droppable ben roethlisberger is an absolute tire fire uh you know he should be playing for pittsburgh because he is the pits uh he's a disaster out there and it's costing the team cincinnati walked all over them joe burrow 17.4 points looked fantastic now g harris had his i think his Worst game since week one, roughly the same, 5.2 points. Joe Mixon lit it up, two touchdowns, 30.3 fantasy points. <sighs> Killed it. If you started him, you were laughing. You're also laughing if you started T. Higgins. It was his week this week, 20.4 fantasy points. Jamar Chase only rolled in at 5.4. On the other side of the ball, Deontay Johnson. Here's someone who's been uh, you know, fairly quiet all season, but uh, got himself up to 14 points. Um, Chase Claypool, 9.7. Uh, tight ends, Pat Fryermuth, 12 points. Looking good ding, 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 ding. if you started him haphazardly. All right. So we're heading to Jets against Houston. The only thing exciting about this game is the beer bet that Moose and Dave have with each other for who's going to finish worst. <laughs> so Dave has Houston. Moose has the Jets. The Jets win this one 21 to 14. They go to 3 8. And Houston is 2 and 9. So, fantasy wise, the only one that got into the double digits is Brandon Cooks. He's the only one I would consider starting on any team. I know Elijah Moore is being a hot waiver wire acquisition. Um, and he's been hot for the past two weeks, uh, but he had a low week. You would expect something better against a terrible team, but he did not. But you know what? They got the win, so uh, hopefully he'll bounce back next week. And that's where I'm going to end it there. Oh, with nine seconds to spare. I love it, Anthony. All right, over to Tampa Bay, Indianapolis. What a game this was. Um, ended up in Tampa Bay's favor, 38-31. But the Colts really looked like they were going to win it for most of the game. Um, from a fantasy standpoint, Leonard Fournette, Lombardi Lenny, playoff Lenny, doing his best Jonathan Taylor impression, 40.6 half PPR fantasy points off the back of 100 yards and three tutties and one through the air. Holy 
smokes. Jonathan Taylor, still pretty good. Very slow day until the fourth quarter, but he got his work done, 17.7 for you. The quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, he's, is he streamable again? We'll talk about it later, 21.3. Tom Brady, only 12.2, because obviously Leonard Fournette was doing everything. The receivers, since Brady didn't do well, you can expect very disappointing Evans and Godwin on that side of the ball. Um, on the any side of the ball, Michael Pittman, only 7.3. Uh, someday, dude named Doolin caught a 62-yard reception pass, so he had a good day. Um, and then Gronkowski, he's back. Seven catches for 123 yards, 15.8 points. And Jack Doyle, there's always a tight end that you know what he starts that does well. It was him. Uh, so I have, I mean... I don't even know if this is worth talking. Like, did anybody even start anybody on these two teams? I have Atlanta Falcons and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Matt Ryan, 11 Corderell. points. Trevor Lawrence. Was this his best game of the year? Second best game, uh, third best game of the year. 17 points. Way to go, Trevor. Um, looks like James Robinson uh, had a lot to do with it. 10 points. Uh, Mike Davis, we have at 5.6. I guess Corderell's listed as a wide receiver, 26.5 points. Um, Two Russell, rushing Russell Gage. Yeah, Russell Gage stepped up, got 15.2 points. About time, buddy. Uh, tight ends, Kyle Pitts. So underwhelming. And that's really, that's really all there is to talk about in this game. Uh, Tavon Austin making an appearance. <laughs> I didn't even know he was still in the league. Didn't know. Replacing Agnew. All right, so that's it for that one. All right, so we're moving on to uh, Carolina Panthers against the Miami Dolphins, and Miami wins this one 33-10. Cam Newton is back, but in a bad way. Two <laughs> back on the bench. Yeah, back on the bench. Five for 21, two interceptions. He gets pulled in this one. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, 11.2 fantasy points. Uh, he had a fumble in this one, but, you know, for real football, he looked pretty good. Christian McCaffrey goes out with injury again. He is done for the season with 3.5 fantasy points. Miles Gaskin getting in there. Two tutties on this one, 18.2 fantasy points. And last week when I said that I think Hurts and Devonta... Oh, my goodness. Smith, Devonta Smith. Smith so many the, of them. The connection. Uh, I thought that was the connection. No, it looks like it's Tua and Waddle. Waddle with 24.2 fantasy points, 137 yards, one tutty. DJ Moore on the other side with 12.3. And tight ends, nothing to write home about. But I'm loving Waddle this year. He's looking very good. And done. As long as Tua's still playing for the Dolphins. And I want to point out that at one point, Cam Newton had more completed passes to the other, the same number of completed passes to the other team as he did to his own team. All right. I am bringing you New England, Tennessee, Tennessee, very undermanned, underwomaned, under everything. They had nobody in this game, especially from a fantasy standpoint. Um, and the New England Patriots took advantage of that 36 to 13 win. Um, Mac Jones, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. 310 yards, two tutties, 21 and a half points. Not bad. Ooh. Damian Harris was the, the guy this week for the New England Patriots with 11.7, but Bolden and Rob Andre Stevenson were involved. Um, Kendrick Bourne looking good with an amazing catch for uh, his second touchdown. His second, I believe, second touchdown, but he had 20.6 half PPR points. Hopefully you have the Patriots defense or Nick Folk. His stat line looks the thickest out of everyone on, on the app. He had about 20 points. Patriots had 19. On the other side, Titans and, and Randy Bullock had negative points. So hopefully he didn't start them. Tannehill was a disaster. Uh, you know, Dante Foreman, 8.7. It was actually a... Uh, 
Dontrell Hillier day with 16.8, but nothing else to speak of on uh, the poor Titans side of the ball. They need uh, help. They, they, they need, need their guys back. All right, I got uh, Philadelphia Eagles, New York Giants. Oh, God. Oh, God is right. Jalen Hurts, uh, not the fantasy option you wanted this week. 9.86 points. Daniel oh. Jones somehow put up 15 points, uh, considering he has a banged-up Saquon Barkley as his best <laughs> offensive weapon. Boston Scott led the Philadelphia Eagles with 11.2 points. Saquon Barkley, as previously mentioned, only 7.3 points, but, I mean, that's better than zero. Wide receivers, nobody scored 10 points. Uh, so I don't even know if there's anything worth mentioning here. Kenny Galladay, uh, 6.5 was the highest. I mean, uh, disaster. Um, their tight end, I don't even know. This is Chris Myarick? My Myrick? Anyways, he got 8.1 points. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the highest scoring individual well i guess daniel jones took it with 15 but the giants defense got 14 points so if you ding, 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 you started ding, them you good on you good on you all right so this one is the la chargers against the denver broncos denver takes this one 28 to 13 this one was a fun one uh and also frustrating justin herbert uh, ended up with 21.72 fantasy points. If you watch the game, it probably looked a lot worse than what he got in fantasy. He had uh, 303 yards, two tutties, and two interceptions. Teddy Bridgewater, very mediocre week with 16.16 fantasy points. Austin Eckler doing Austin Eckler things with 18.9 fantasy points. And on the other side of the ball, after taking Jalen Waddell in my dynasty league, I also got Javante Williams in the rookie draft. Javante Williams looked fantastic with 18.6 fantasy points. He he looked a little better than Melvin Gordon this one because Melvin Gordon left at one point with an injury, but Four. did come back. Uh, Keenan Allen came, uh, did well. He had 12 uh, fantasy points. Mike Williams didn't do as well as last week with 5.9. No receiver on the Denver side of the ball did well. Sutton sucked. Judy sucked and, and the Titans sucked on both sides done Green Bay Packers Los Angeles Rams with a lot of playoff seating implications the Packers take it 36 to 28 they kind of dominated this one um, Aaron Rodgers was good 26.28 looking good doesn't need to practice <clears throat> only only needs one toe apparently on the uh, running back side of the ball for the Packers Aaron Jones is back. only needs nine toes Aaron Jones was back. You're right, uh, but not really. He, AJ Dillon still had the bulk of the carries and 17 and a half points. To Aaron Jones is 2.3. Randall Cobb outscored Devonte Adams by 0.1. Figure that 14 and a half. And Mason Crosby was fantastic. So was the Packers D on the Rams side of the ball. Stafford 21.98. Not that great. He gets turnovers. Not looking that great. Cooper Cup very quiet by his terms. 15.1. And Van Jefferson just outscores Odell Beckham Jr. by 0.2. We have a beer bet to see, but who would? who's going to outscore for the rest of the year. So that one is on. That race is on right now. And Darrell Henderson, pretty good with 15.3. That's it. Boom. Under. Ding, ding. Next. Uh, okay, so I've got uh, Minnesota Vikings and the San Francisco 49ers. If you're streaming Kirk Cousins, you're uh, feeling all right. He got 16.5 points. Jimmy Garoppolo, 12.2. I watched some of this game. Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, if you have any of the, the wide receivers – Jimmy Garoppolo is is a huge concern. He looks so nervous out there, and just uh, you know, they need to they need to move on from him next season. In terms of the running backs, Dalvin Cook went out with an injury. He already had a torn labrum in one shoulder, 
and has now torn it in the other shoulder. And his timeline to return is unknown. So if you have Alexander Madison, fire him up. Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell on the other side of things, I needed him to run three less yards to beat Dave this week. And uh, unfortunately, he ran those three yards. And he ran a whole heap more to get 25.3 fantasy points. Absolutely ding, ding, killed ding, it in ding, this ding. game. Worth every fab dollar I spent. Wait a minute. I have more stuff that I got to at least say that Debo Samuel uh, oh. racked up 20.3 points, but he is potentially also out with an injury. Six. He's basically a running back. Yeah. All right. So second last game of the week, the Sunday night football, Cleveland Browns against the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore takes this one 16 to 10. Uh, this game for fantasy purposes will give you a heart attack because if you're a dynasty owner of, uh, if you are in a dynasty league and you own Lamar Jackson, like I do, you're probably worried because this guy looks terrible passing the ball four interceptions. He's the first quarterback in like 20 or 30 years to win a game with that many interceptions. Like, um, I, don't, I don't get it. Like nobody's ever even brought that up. Yeah, but it's just bad. It's bad. <laughs> um, he didn't look good. 13.4 Baker Mayfield as usual, doesn't do anything spectacular uh, in fantasy. He had 11.28 Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt did did almost nothing in this game. They were shut down. 4.9 for Chubb, two points for Kareem Hunt. Devontae Freeman with 6.5, nothing exciting. Jarvis Landry gets in there, 11.1 uh, fantasy points. He had 111, uh, 111 yards, but did have a fumble, so he would have played better. Marquise Brown below double digits. And, and Mark Andrews with 14.5 and, and Joku with 11. Done. Final game of the week, which just wrapped up as we are recording. Washington squeaks by Seattle 17 to 15. Don't know the drama that just unfolded because the Seattle Seahawks had the ball uh, with 15 seconds left in the red zone. But clearly things not going well. Could this be Russ's? Could this be? Oh, it was onside kick. Thank you, I think. Could this be Russell Wilson's last year in Seattle? We'll see. He did get you 19.48 fantasy points somehow, um, even though Seattle was doing terrible. DK Metcalf was held scoreless most of this game, finished with 1.8. Ty Lockett had 11.1. Decent. DJ Dallas, five points. Nothing good on the Seattle side of the ball. On Washington side of the ball, Taylor Heineke, only 12 points. That's because all their points went to the running backs. Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick with 20.1 points apiece. But, unfortunately, J.D. McKissick goes down in the fourth quarter, stretchered off the field, doesn't look good. That's six if you're keeping track this week for running backs uh, to add to the list of injuries. Not good at all. That's it. Boom. Ding, 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 ding. So, guys, I mean. So, so, so I, I just before we get into the headlines, sure, I think sure. we uh, we should, you know, have a new title for that segment. It's called the the Dave Interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, you guys can interrupt me, right, but it's Moose's choice to get all flustered and just take a 10-second pause wasting, you know, a, a good chunk of his one tr- So, everybody listening should trust us with fantasy no, 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 news, but not you, trust our timing. You, you, you're missing it. That's not what he's talking about. What is he talking about? He's talking about you interrupting him while he's talking. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me wasting my minute. Okay, well, no, but like it wouldn't be so bad. I'm just throwing out extra little tidbits, making it a little more exciting, a little more interactive. But then, you know, I, I say one thing during Moose and just looks at you guys can't see on the podcast uh, listeners, but he just looks at me angrily and stares for a good 10 seconds. Like, <laughs> well, you just, you just yelled out one. 
Because <laughs> I'm tracking, I'm tracking the running back injuries. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was just it was I, recurring. It was a so recurring. Thing. I, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be talking over you, talking over me. So <laughs> if you start talking, One. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking. And then I didn't hear why. I didn't hear why he was yelling out numbers. I didn't hear why he was yelling out numbers. So just through the whole thing, I hear like two, three. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> ridiculous. Well, people who were paying attention understood. Anyways, so it's just so all the injury news. Uh, we'll go we'll go into the headlines. We'll we'll speed this up because we got a lot to get to this episode. Um, so with this uh, Monday Night Football game, off of this one, we get uh, JD McKissick getting carted off the field. We're not sure what the injury is yet, but not not good. And with all the running back injuries, if you were watching this game, you're like, oh yeah, two two tutties. I'm gonna play him next week because so and so is out or this player is out. But now you can't play him either. So it looks like it will be the Antonio Gibson show. Another running back injury. Darrell Henderson suffered a quad strain uh, versus the Packers. So we don't know how long he'll be out for. Um, so stay tuned for that one. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. had his best game on the Rams, but he suffered a hit pointer and they'll monitor it through the week, <laughs> but doesn't expect him. A classic. Doesn't expect him to be limited. So he aren't hips aren't hips usually pointy anyways. I don't know. Just he has a hip pointer. I've never mm. I don't think I've heard that one before. Okay. Um, if you were looking for other running backs, uh, I mean, Debo Samuel is a pretty decent one for the past two, three weeks, but he suffered a groin strain is expected to miss one to two weeks. And this is a player that's usually injured every season. So here it comes. But one to two weeks, not so bad. But if you're trying to make the the playoffs, there's two weeks left before week 15 if you start week 15. So not not good. He's one of the best fantasy Trouble. players out there this year. Um, another running back injury. Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, with it, He has a slight knee injury, uh, but he was a full participant today. But it looks like Tony Pollard is getting enough work. So that's another running back you can look to to slot in in relief for somebody. And we've been saying it for some time, but yeah. Tony Pollard's starting to look like a much better running back. He's I want to see him on another He's team. He's good. Yeah. We're just leading the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara, who has missed the last three games with a knee injury, has returned to practice today, but was limited. Was a limited participant. And Taysom Hill and Mark Ingram practice in full, so they're good to go. Any well, comments well, well. on that one? I just I, I feel like I should uh, in this one particular league that we all play in, uh, I have a terrible luck with uh, injuries, specifically running backs uh, this year. I feel like I should release my list of who's on my team out there into the universe just so those players can take extra precautions. And uh, so other teams can look to if they have those players, trade them or dump them, find uh, alternatives. But it's just ridiculous. Derek Henry. Cream Wait, hold Hunt. on before yep. you start before you start. Yeah. Yeah. As you list them, should Anthony and I yell numbers? Please do. Derrick Henry. One. Kareem Hunt. Two. Elijah Mitchell. Three. Michael Carter. Four. You're way behind. That's four. Thank you. Michael Carter. Five. And now Six. Mark Ingram. Seven. <laughs> Six. Six. Thank you. See how I didn't get flustered because I'm a professional and I just continued. And I actually thought you added quite a bit to it because it was a bit stale, my part. You guys really added to it. Made it made it a little more fun. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um, all right. Uh Darren Waller is week to week with a knee injury again. 
Um, though we got to keep an eye on him. They don't know how serious it is. They do say week to week, but week to week is what? One, two, three, four weeks. I we saw don't that know. he was day to day. Uh, seven hours ago, it was week to week. Yeah. Okay. I thought it might be Fortnite to Fortnite. And then he said he's trying to figure it out too. So not good because he doesn't even know, you know, sometimes players try to say that they're okay. And then, but I don't know, we'll have to see, which is not good because tight ends are rough this year as well. Um, uh, Deandre Swift, hard to say that Swift will play week 13 says Dan Campbell. Uh, As I believe it was Moose who mentioned, he got injured. He got uh, he got crunched. He got absolutely yeah flattened, pancaked, pancaked, yeah, yeah. pancaked. Um, so yeah. uh, we'll talk about Jamal Williams a little later on the waiver wire segment. But uh, look for Jamal Williams. Um, of course, if you didn't know, and depending on your which leagues you 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 play fantasy on, uh, Logan Thomas was on IR up until today. So he came off IR today. He played today. He looked pretty decent. You know, just a mediocre week. But, uh, you know, I picked him up in one of our main leagues. Tyler Higby is my other tight end. He's terrible. So I'll probably be playing Logan Thomas. And then last that I'm going to mention, uh, because we mentioned Christian McCaffrey is done for the season before, is Jalen Hurts is dealing with a sore ankle. But I don't expect him to miss any time. It's from carrying the team. Some of those, like, nobody could catch a ball on Philly. Yeah. They could have won the game. It was right through Jalen Rieger's hands at the end there. It's just sad. Oh, sad, yeah. Sad, sad. Christian McCaffrey, I mentioned, but uh, Dalvin Cook also has a torn labrum. He should be out for a couple weeks as well. Yeah. Or just longer. if you play running back here, just, you know, you're going to get hurt. All right. We should all just draft all second string and third string running backs at the start of the year because they're guaranteed to play more so than the first stringer, honestly. Anyways, um, hopefully you didn't have too many suffer too many injuries this year. Hopefully those players are all okay and come back, especially players like uh, Jaden McKissick didn't look good, stuff like that. We hope you're okay. Um, but let's roll. Thank you for the headlines, Anthony. Should we roll right into our uh, sleepers and not sleepers, our waiver wires and streamers yeah. for all these people who are desperate running backs? They don't have to play Ty Johnson and whoever else is available this week. Like goodness gracious, is there anyone else available this week? Not really. Yeah, well, not really. Not really. But I, I've seen some some players that I think uh, teams have been frustrated with and have dropped them to make space for other players. So I'll start with the running backs. I'll just call them out there. Okay. And well, you can be your one's obvious. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. So uh, running back wise, there's Dontrell Hilliard. Uh, who uh, two solid weeks in a row? Know, but is that the when most we obvious? Said Deont- well, no, not the most obvious. But I'm okay. saying Deontay Foreman, we thought okay. was going to be the guy. Dontrell Hilliard had two big weeks. He's one of the guys. Boston he, Scott. I will say this past week, he was it was off the back of one huge touchdown run. Just right. saying. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry to so, interrupt you. So Dontrell Hilliard, I have Boston Scott, Jamal Williams, Chuba Hubbard, Matt Bereda, and Alexander Madison. A lot of these guys. Uh, that will be in relief of their star running backs should already be on teams. Um, I didn't put Tony Pollard here, but Alexander Madison and I feel like Jamal Williams are a Tony Pollard-esque type player to keep on your roster. So I I have seen them on the waiver wire in a couple of They're available in leagues. They're available in leagues. It's crazy if Alexander Madison is still on the waiver wire. Yeah, he's available in some leagues. 
to me that's absolutely insane well because of the the news on dalvin cook the un the non-football injury related news that uh was going on with him yeah he's probably was madison was probably scooped up uh yeah, there's, chuba there's no way that like he's an amazing handcuff and dalvin cook was already but people get fed up injured. with their handcuffs and bye weeks and they drop them um so if he he's very very much could be available he'll if he's available he'll probably be the hottest pickup i would say um but chuba hubbard not who's eh, probably right in that category and christian caffrey definitely out for the year yeah so if you have chuba um he's going to be startable for the rest of your fantasy season um and he he could be available i'd say he's more likely to be available than alexander alexander madison oh, for sure yeah. so scoop him up if you can and uh, there's no time to fool around like just unload your unload your fab you might as well if you need it right um, unless you unloaded already on several other running backs throughout this year. Yeah, and our, our Reddit, all of it. Yeah, our Reddit will have to deal with these running backs and the injury situation. But so should we so, save it? So we, we save the, it for then? Well, we can save it for then. But uh, you heard me mention a bunch of names, and we'll address them. So the lower, so I'll, I'll tell people to keep like listening, like Dontrell Hillier, the Boston Scots. Um, and then the Matt Bredas. Matt keep Matt Breda. Keep those names in your head and l- wait for the Reddit segment. So to move on, we'll look at some receivers that are out there. Um, Kendrick Bourne, I mentioned a couple weeks ago. Russell Gage, we mentioned a couple weeks ago. Jacoby Myers. I mean, it's even less obvious for wide receivers who to grab off the waiver wire because, you know, Bill Belichick, whoever's Bell? the hot hand in Bell whatever, Belichick. Bill Belichick in whatever matchup of whoever he's against, whoever's the hot hand, he'll roll with that person. Each week it could be different. Kendrick Bourne had two solid weeks, then one off week, and then now he was on again. Jacoby Myers, I keep saying he seems like the more solid option, the one that he they do look at the most out of the receivers target-wise. So, I mean, if you're desperate, that's the only reason you would want to grab any of these guys. But – I think you're exactly right, Anthony. You know, Jacoby Myers is the more targeted guy, but Kendrick Bourne's got like this new game breaker red zone upside. Yeah. And he caught a beautiful touchdown, really well thrown by Mac Jones. Um, props to him. Um, so Kendrick Bourne's someone I, I'd be more interested in him because he has the that upside with the TDs, the tutties as we call them. Um, you know, it could just easily be a Hunter Henry week next week. But if you're looking for, for, potential big points he could be a pickup Kendrick Bourne I like that yeah and then I only have a couple tight ends here I have Jack Doyle who who had a big week he had 80 yards and a touchdown um and then I have David Njoku um I know there's two tight ends joking me and joking me um, or in joking you uh, maybe not because um, I had a couple friends that were hoping that Austin Hooper would do something for their team. I think Austin Hooper maybe had one reception in the game. If that Hooper's fantasy value is in the pooper. And I, and I watched this Hooper's in the pooper whole game and Joku looked, uh, they, they were looking to him, but I don't still, I don't know if you can trust him. I would say Jack Doyle would be, Maybe the waiver wire pickup, you would want him yeah. over Tyler Higby, who is useless because right now I don't know what's going on with the Rams. Um, Njoku is fantastic, but Baker Mayfield at 50% is really not. 
Yeah. And Cleveland is not. So that's the only reason you don't want Njoku. But he's very good. But So no. if you're the Darren Waller owner, which one would you pick up? Doyle or Njoku? Neither. I, do, I mean, Jack Doyle, well, then this who is would like you pick a up? miracle week for Jack or Doyle. Would you pick I don't up know why. Up. He was the the guy for Carson Wentz this week. But um, if I had so to would pick, you pick someone up. would you pick up the up, backup? Waller's backup? Uh, Foster Morrow? For sure. Foster Moreau? I don't know why I said Morrow. Moreau? Morrow. Moreau. So there's I another way we're definitely pick up Foster. I remember Moreau. that name from earlier in the season. Yeah, Moose, genius. Um, I see Cole Komet available in this league. I'm looking at. Um, I pick him up over. I will tell. I will tell you right now. Oh. The Cole Komet thing. As a Cole Komet owner in our dynasty, I played him two weeks ago. He did absolutely nothing, and they yeah, gave but, the ball to Jimmy Graham. Yeah, but who was the quarterback two weeks ago? Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Exactly. Who's the quarterback now? Andy. I'm Dalton. just saying, Andy, as long as Madden Nagy is there. Down Dalton. Yeah, but if they stick Jimmy Graham in there. Ugh, another just... another person I would pick up if he's available over um, Jack Doyle or Njoku. So you would say big. Komet over Doyle and Njoku as well? I would say yes. definitely over Njoku. I wouldn't say over Doyle. Jack Doyle was just this. It was a random like Carson Wentz is like, you know what? Jack well, he's Doyle's being, open. He's being hurt this season, and he's usually a solid tight end, like a one tutty, 30-yard guy. They're, they're a, listen, first off, what you got to understand is they came in with the game plan of we're going to throw. Or they did not use Jonathan Taylor, who is their whole offense in any other game, except when you're going up against the Bucks run defense. So they threw a ton this game, and they decided they saw openings in um, – in the underneath balls to Jack Doyle. So they said, we're going to, we're going to use Jack Doyle, but they also have Mo Ali Cox. They got Pittman. They got T.Y. Hilton who was getting involved. So I no, I don't trust it. I, you know, someone else I would, uh, Gerald Everett, I, I, Russell Wilson's terrible. He's still got nine targets, caught five in a teddy for 12.2 points, but he's brutally inconsistent. I know, I, but I'd rather I, have, I'd rather have pick up him than, than Jack Doyle. Moose, Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle rules or Gerald Everett. Neither. I'd pick up Jared Cook. Oh, sure. If Cook's available for sure. If Cook's available, I like that. But um, I don't know yeah. about that. And definitely, if, if you're the Waller owner, I go Foster Morrow is the the target. Jared I mean, Cook has Evan not Ingram? had. Jared he, Cook has had know. two double digit weeks the entire year. Okay, but this week they were really struggling, and they turned to him quite a bit. So they're going up against Cincinnati next week. Cincinnati plays the same way they played this week. I think they're going to turn to Jared Cook a few more times. Yeah, but but just like Jared Cook, they go to Parham just as like Parham does as has been doing as well as Jared Cook. So I think it's also game script that it could be Parham or and that's Cook. it. You take you take all the names, uh, you throw them in a Put hat, them in a hat. <laughs> and you, you pick one out. You pick one out. And if you pick it out, you go, dang, I didn't want this guy. Then you pick another name. And then finally, when you get to that name where you're like, all right, you just take that guy. So don't you take also, it from you, us. And you also you gotta look at matchups as well. Look at matchups as well. And look at Cole Komet. He's got Arizona, Green Bay, Minnesota. I mean, if you're if you're looking at just you need to win this week, then that's that. Then you well, look at uh, no, no, got, if, if you've lost Darren Waller, you have to be streaming tight end. There, there's yeah. no there's no set it and forget it at this point in the season. And again, I'll mention Logan Thomas. If people still saw that IR beside his name and didn't pick him up before the game today, he might still be on your waiver wire. I would say Logan Thomas. Uh, is a good option. Uh, Heineke was looking at him several times today. It was his first game back. So next week, uh, I don't think they have a difficult matchup. I think it's it might be favorable what? for him. What Heineke, Jack Doyle's got the Texans this week. Hmm, I like that. And then you got uh, against Vegas, Washington against Vegas. 
kind of like Logan Thomas in that one. Yeah. And Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold out for the year. So don't play him anymore. And there goes your backup. There goes your backup plan. All right. Uh, that covers tight ends pretty well. That was, that was our most heated tight end segment of uh, any waiver wire episode ever. Yeah. Um, streamers. QB and defense streamers. What could make or break your week? All right. So the names I have here are we got the usual suspects, Kirk Cousins, Taylor Heineke. Heineke is up against Vegas and Kirk Cousins is up against Detroit. The other, well, I mean, Carson Wentz can be one. He should be on your waiver wire, but he was on, he was on the waiver wire in two out of my like six leagues. So Carson Wentz, he's playing Houston this coming week. Very Carson Carson Wentz did have two, two bad weeks in a row. Two single-digit weeks in a row, I think. So I right. think but some people were that, like, yeah, had, forget it. Yes. I think before that he had three 20-point weeks. So yep. I would say Houston, he gets back to normal. Um, so those are the three obvious ones. And um, I threw in, just like how I threw in Cam Newton a couple weeks ago, I'm going to throw in Taysom Hill here, who will be the QB1. Oof. Oof. Running, running ability. I mean, yeah. he can't play worse than Simeon. If, he, if he's he the will. starting QB... <laughs> he will. He can't throw the ball. He's terrible at throwing. The, he can't run the ball game. How important he, is throwing the they ball? They just paid really? him a boatload of money. I think yeah, they be, see something the we don't. Cat. Yeah, because Jameis isn't out forever, Anthony. They'll have Jameis back, and they just they want Taysom to be that wildcat quarterback because it works. Yeah. It, it really does work. He's the most expensive special teams player ever. Yeah. That's it. But, um, they can, but they can use him everywhere. They use him at tight end. They use him at running back. They use him at quarterback. They use him everywhere. So, so who do you so, like, Moose? I, I, out of the names that were listed, Heineke, Kirk Cousins, Taysom Hill, Carson Wentz. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is the guy here. He's the play here. Carson Wentz. I actually don't like him against the Texans because Ooh. I feel like it's going to go back to it's a trap Jonathan, game? Jonathan Taylor is going to have 170 yards on the ground. Knock on wood. Actually, also, I don't want to talk about running backs. Yeah. That I speak about in leagues, but matchups. He, Kirk Cousins is playing the Detroit Lions. Yes. Without Andy, Dalvin Cook. Without even, Dalvin Cook. So Justin Jefferson and Thielen and him are going to have a day. It doesn't matter without Dalvin Cook. Alexander Madison is just as good as Dalvin Cook. He's it, not just as good. He is. It, it's going to be the exact same team, and no. they're going to absolutely destroy the Detroit he's, For fantasy, he's he's close. In real football, he's not close. So it's it's going to be Kirk Cousins Wait, through the air. He's day. not close because he's the backup. If they, if, they, if they started him every game, he'd be just as good as Dalvin Cook. Ooh. He's just not he's not if, as talented a if, running back. Whoa, 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 whoa. For if sure. Alexander Madison was the RB1 on another team next year, he is not going first round. He's, he's not, a second no, round. He's guy. not okay, Dalvin Cook but, territory. <laughs> but I think you need to let him play one season on another team. I mean, he's he's a very talented running back, that's for sure. Anyways, point being Kirk Cousins is gonna be lighting it up through the air. Yeah. And I like it. Jimmy Garoppolo against the Seahawks? What did he get this week? You you, you talked about him in your actually, recap. You know, you know what I say? Disasters. Uh, I just I just saw a headline that came up. Um, I think we have to have a, a new beer bet potentially, or or a a, a side one. Who's going to do worse, the Jets or the Seattle Seahawks, who both Oof. currently are three and eight? Ooh. Do I just take the Seahawks to be <laughs> part of this bet? Their side their bet from the original bet. Wow. Um, yeah, Garoppolo didn't do well against Minnesota, 12.2, yeah. Jacksonville, 15.6, Rams, 15.3, but they're winning these games. They don't looks, need him to do that much. Yeah, but he just, he looks very unathletic. Yeah. Like he, he looks like he, yeah. str- like he struggles to walk is what it looks like. 
Yeah. You no, know, like there's Jeez. there's no there's Harsh. no defenders coming at him, and he just like trips and falls. He's Harsh. only had two twenty point weeks. Everything else has been around the fifteen point range. So I would say yeah, he's not a streamer. Eight, they're eight running backs. Um, get all the points. You're right. So I, I like those. So rank them. Let's rank these guys: Carson Wentz, Taysom Hill, Kirk Cousins, Taylor Heineke. Um, Heineke is against the Raiders. Carson Wentz against the Texans. Uh, Taysom Hill against the Cowboys. And Carson Wentz already said him. Yeah. Who am I missing? Kirk Cousins. No, I Taysom only named Detroit. four because you'd mentioned Garoppolo. Yeah. So I'm going to go Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke, and Taysom Hill. And, oof. What, do you want to throw Tyrod Taylor in there? Uh, I, no. I was going to throw Tyrod Taylor in there. Tyrod, yeah. Against the Colts? Tyrod was, uh, and you guys are really high on Tyrod. I told you. told you I wouldn't trust him. He was really bad against the Jets, dude. You really want to stream Tyrod Taylor? But he was really good against Tennessee. Well, for, for fantasy, he looked bad for fantasy, against he, the Jets. For fantasy, he streamed well. 15, I mean, 15 it's points. His, it's his se- 15 it's points streaming well. Well, I mean, 15 points was good for last week. An interception and a fumble. He was getting sacked up and down. Daniel Jones and him were in the upper echelon of quarterbacks this past week. If you're streaming quarterbacks, that's not the worst, not the greatest. But uh, for his second week back, it's not bad. On, on the Texans, mind you. Right, but th- these are moot points when it comes to who you're starting on your fantasy team. So I, I agree with you, Anthony. I go uh, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz. I might go Taysom Hill then Heineke, but um, nah, I don't like Taysom Hill. I don't like the Cowboys matchup. So I, I go Heineke then Hill. I'm going yeah. uh, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Taylor <laughs> Heineke, and Taysom Hill. So we all have the exact same. Perfect. Love it. You heard it Actually, here first. You know what? I, don't, <laughs> I do not suggest starting Taysom Hill. I, I'm removing him. I'm only saying three. Okay. You should not start Taysom Hill. Fair enough. Uh, and then defenses. Anthony, you have a couple of quite a few defense options for us this week. Yeah. So Minnesota, obviously, against Detroit is a very good one. Minnesota is a mediocre D that seems to thrive when they play terrible teams. Tampa Bay Buccaneers against, oh, goodness, I forget now. Atlanta. Atlanta, there you go. And then Kansas City, who has played, their defense has played well in the past couple weeks. And Miami, Kansas City is playing Denver, I believe. And Miami is playing the Giants. uh, The Giants, yes. Um, Which I expect to be a low-scoring game. Yes, who are terrible. But if Miami's available on your waiver wire, uh, I'd be shocked. But they shouldn't be. They're the fifth defense overall. Their last five weeks are 18, 26, and 23 points, respectively. So they do go on by. So pay attention. Maybe people are going to drop them before their buy because they don't want to have, can't have them in, in the last week of fantasy regular season. But oh my goodness, scoop them up. If you're in the playoffs, scoop them up because they play the Jets, the Saints, and the Titans in the play, the fantasy playoffs. And uh, none of those teams are doing so well on offense right now. Hmm. So if they're available, they're absolutely be my number one. Um, and who'd you say? Minnesota against Detroit. Uh, the Lions. Yeah. Must start Kansas City, who's playing a lot better. Yep. You know, we were can't have that sour taste in our mouth from when they were terrible at the start of the year against the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater was hurt. Drew Locke is, is not very good. And so if it's a Drew Locke game, that would be a great start. Teddy came back. He, he did, did come, come back, back. But, he, but he's banged up. So it's either banged up Teddy or a fresh Drew Locke. I don't, I don't like it. And uh, and then the Bucks, of course. Well, the Bucks. You think people are? Do you think the Bucks are available? 
They might be because they haven't. Their defense hasn't been that great for fantasy. Uh, I understand. <laughs> I understand we're talking fantasy, but they they've been very good. Uh, the old Tampa Bay Bucks. They are the seventh defense on the year and coming off of two 13 point games in a row. So hopefully they're not not available. But if they are, I'm sorry. Hopefully they are for you. Go grab them. Uh, I'm looking real quick. Uh, yeah, I don't like anything else. Cowboys against the Saints. I might do that. If Cowboys are available. Mm, Chargers, Bengals, don't want any part of that. Colts against the Texans. If people have dropped the Colts, obviously that's a good one. The Eagles defense against the Jets. I like that. Yeah. And also I want to recommend that people pick up. They look at the, the matchups for the next several weeks. We're heading into playoffs if you're what? playoffs. Uh, playoffs. Um <laughs> If you adjust your leagues correctly, you should be starting week 15 instead of week 14 um, because week 14, there are buys. So week 15, uh, you want to look for strong defenses and kind of build up, like grab a couple of them and put them on your defense. Yeah, and it's not as obvious, or at least it wasn't as obvious who the, on good, your bench, I meant. the good defenses are for the playoffs or even just who have, who, who has the best playoff matchups until maybe now like last year i remember being quite obvious early in the season i remember the browns having a really good schedule for the playoffs last year um moose if you can help me out there's another team there was someone uh, that played like the jets and the texans i think it was the browns miami miami and the bills last maybe. year i remember i remember picking yeah. them both up to do a strategic playoff run and this year not quite as obvious so uh, you know I, I recommend looking at the first week of playoffs and who you like in those matchups san francisco is definitely yeah, one so, of the defenses that uh, you want to try to scoop up for playoffs. Yep. I think they're, if they're available, <laughs> I think they're taking in most leagues, but yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, they're, they they're were playing. dropped. They were dropped uh, in one of our leagues. I scooped them up. They start with Atlanta week 15. They got Tennessee week 16, which is not so bad now because not Tennessee now, is yep. injured as all no, Derek, like, their whole team. And then Houston uh is week 17 so i like that i like if that you make it to the finals that's a great matchup and miami miami great uh, matchups i like it one of the strong ones um okay 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 good great options shall we move on gentlemen are we going to do beer rankings yeah and run through it pretty we could, quickly we could do we're beer rankings rattle. we could we're gonna rattle. Let, let's rattle them we'll save them for the live show Yes, if you would like discussion or questions or particular talking points about Start, Sit, Waiver, Streamers, anything, or just want to chat about your day, come join us live on Halftime Sports every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You have to download the app. It's called Halftime Sports. It's a great app. It's like the Reddit of sports. And come join us. Um, follow us, 3B Fantasy Pod, and then come join us live on the show. All right, but let's uh, let's get into it. We'll go... Uh, tic-tac-toe on these beer rankings um starting off with uh moose why don't you start us off because i'm not sure i'm looking at the right place all right i'm starting us off we got cd lamb he's back from Oof. concussions uh concussion protocol uh we have him as a six he is a surefire starter um especially you know he did have a concussion so he was out so it's, it's not great when someone gets a concussion, but you can almost consider it like he just had a rest week. So he's probably going to come out pretty explosive. They're going up against the Saints, so tough defense, but he's a, he's well, a I think, definite. And, well, I think Lattimore's hurt, and uh, the Bills torched the Saints, so I like it. Well, there you go. 
Maybe maybe he's a seven. He's a yeah. he's a six pack with an extra beer. Also a six pack. We have running back Leonard Fournette coming off his four touchdown performance. I don't know if you can expect four tutties every week, but certainly you can. Uh, he's an auto start at this point. He's the guy for Tampa Bay, and they like to run the ball, especially when they have a lead. And guess what? They're going to have a lead against Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons this week. So start him up. Oh yeah. And then I threw in Jack Doyle here because I know a lot of people are going to be excited to see him on the waiver wire and happy that he put up 80 yards and a tutty because uh, normally, um, uh, yeah, that's a typo there, Moose. It'll be a Gaskin in that. Um, Gaskin will be the first one. Um, but yeah, so Jack Doyle, uh, just because he'll be an interesting topic of discussion this week, because normally when you, when you stream tight ends, they're like 30 yards and a tutty and he got 80. So I put him at a three. Um, I think we could all agree that yeah, two, you can, two you for can me. slot him in there. Two and two for you. Okay. Yep. Two for me. But uh, yeah, so you heard us in the street, uh, the the waiver wire segment. You can go elsewhere to some of the guys we mentioned. All right, so I'll, I'll take the next two. Both, yeah. my, I'll take both Mileses, who <laughs> are both miles away from being interesting starts this week. But um, you have to mention it. We're getting to playoff time. We have I mean, to mention it. So, I'm, yeah, go ahead, Dave. I'm just sorry to interrupt, but I'm, I th- thought Miles Sanders got hurt and is out. Can you guys check that while I berate Miles Gaskin? Yes, please do. So uh, Miles Gaskin, although he had a good performance this week, I think he got uh, double-digit points. Um, he's been so inconsistent. Miami's never sure if they if they want to run the ball or you know if they want to have uh, make him a pass catching back or what. They're all over the place. And uh, they also recently signed Philip Lindsay who, you know, I thought might immediately have an impact. He, uh, you know, he played a little bit this week, but I imagine we'll dig into uh, Miles Gaskin's workload even more uh, in subsequent weeks. Do we have a Miles Sanders update? Uh, Yeah. yeah. Miles Sanders could be available week 13. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni said Monday that Sanders is heading in the right direction after suffering an ankle foot injury in Sunday's 13-7 loss to the Giants. Tim McManus of ESPN.com reports. Of course, heading in the right direction for the Eagles could be to the bench. Like, yeah, maybe he's just, maybe he's just well, walking towards he, the injury well, tent. Yeah, well, or he could just play, and then they just play all three of the running backs, Gainwell, yeah. Boston Scott, and Miles Sanders. And Anyways, it, it, it downgrades Sanders to me to a to a, a not start until I well, see if he's playing, he's maybe a He's maybe a three. Oh, he's against the Jets. He's a three if he's playing. Yeah. So uh, I was going to say I put him there just because you were the only one out of the three of us last week that you were saying, if he's playing, you got to play him. So, um, well, his matchup was harder last week than this one. I know. He had 7.4 points in a half. So So um, I would say if he's healthy against the Jets, you should probably play him, especially with all the injuries. If he's healthy. If he's healthy. He should be a three mm-hmm. just because he could be healthy. And then they just go to Boston Scott the entire game. That's the only Back reason why Scott. he's not higher than a three. All right. Uh, Jamal Williams. We have it a four. If John Dre Swift's out, I would even light this up. I would green light it even more. Uh, we were high on Jamal Williams preseason. He's really faded. But with no John Dre Swift well, there against hurt the Vikings. Versus- well, yeah. What I worry about is the the rookie 
whose name I cannot oh, pronounce. Ingawane. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's fast. He's fast and he's very explosive. And Jamal Williams has looked like neither of those two things. Well, you know, he just the first like you guys are the guys that always say when a guy comes back from injury, the first game oh, don't course. expect that. Uh, much. Yeah, yeah. Of so course, it was his but... first game back. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully yeah. he'll he'll look better. But you know, this rookie guy, uh, you know, I I don't know why they wouldn't give him opportunities. It's not like they're going to win a game, so you might as well see what you got. Yeah. It's hmm. a good point. It's a good point. Next on the list, there, Anthony. Joe Burrow. So this this guy is always an interesting quarterback to assess because he can go off on the weeks we don't expect him to go off. He goes off on the weeks he should go off. He doesn't. So I think his matchup against the Chargers, I think both teams are similar where when you expect them to win a game, they don't and vice versa. So I think that this one is going to be who's for real. Like the winner of this one, like might head towards the playoffs. I think if Vegas, I think if the Chargers lose, they get knocked out of the wild card race, depending on who wins. That's on like the cusp. So um, I do think that this one will be a shootout. I think that Burroughs will have a big week. I don't know if they'll win the game, but I think he'll have a big week. Uh, T Higgins is getting uh thrown to more jamar chase has had a couple lower weeks but i think he's still a valuable play um he'll get back to normal and yeah so i think joe burrow is a five and we have a consensus five hi five i love joey b joey b moose next on the list i I don't want to take russell wilson because i always i always talk trash about russell wilson somebody else so so about him. we have him at consensus three. I think he's potentially worse. The only reason why I think we got him at a consensus three is just because there are so many other quarterbacks that are terrible out there. And looking at some of the streamers, like we had mentioned that Garoppolo and these Teddy Bridgewater guys um, are week in, week out streamers. But Russell Wilson on a bad game did get, what do you get? You said 19, 19 points, Dave. Points. Yeah. 19. So, I mean, that's just above what those guys are putting up. So I put him at a three because depending on matchup uh, yeah. you got to start him but Ru- i always start looking elsewhere 19th in points per game with 16 right now i guess Root he did hell. he did have the game he got injured in which was low but yikes yikes yikes, yikes. uh emmanuel sanders we have emmanuel sanders listed at a two um because he's risky i guess but uh and they're going against the patriots this yes week? i think if any week is the week to start emmanuel sanders it's this week yeah, I would agree with that one. I don't know how you guys came across two, but or came on to two, but they're they're going to try to take digs out of this ball game. So I think your Sanders I would, I would and your say, Dawson Knox. Yeah, I was going to say actually, I predict Gabe Davis will be the top fantasy scorer of this game. So I'll take that beer bet. <laughs> All right, sure, done. Um, the the reason so I think Emmanuel Sanders is not going to do well. Not. Because, like, obviously, I agree that Belichick will want to remove Stefan Diggs. Um, but I just think the it's way Buffalo Belichick, has Bill Belichick, yeah, you keep saying Belichick. It's okay, Maybe it's because you combine the fast. Bill and the Belichick into one. I like it, Bill Belichick, Belichick, <laughs> anyways. Um, I think Buffalo, even though they did have a big week on Thanksgiving, it was against a hurt, terrible Saints uh, team. Saints team. They're missing Lattimore. They have Simeon there. So I would say that 
for the most part, Buffalo hasn't been playing that well. Um, so I, I, I just think it's going to be a very bad week from Buffalo again. I think it's going to be one of their low weeks. I don't think it's going to be a competitive matchup. I mean, I don't like pumping. You don't think it's going to be a competitive matchup? Like the Patriots very, are going to kill Patriots. I think Patriots are going to win this one comfortably. Comfortably? I, don't, I, I didn't wow. say blowout, but I think it'll be a comfortable win. Listen, I, I'm I'm if on the page. If it's not a blow, like how comfortable is comfortable? Like what is what is? Well, like it's not going to be it's not going to be like forty one to ten, but it'll be like a, you know these games where you're like the score looks closer than what the game actually was. I think that's what it'll be. I think uh, they'll just control it with their defense. Listen, I I have full faith in the Patriots and uh, Bill Belichick. I think they're doing fantastic, but do not underestimate Josh Allen in this offense. Like Josh Allen, like you should in a matchup. I often go with, you got to look at the coaching matchup. Sure. Belichick has the advantage, but then look at the quarterback advantage. Josh Allen and the bills have that one. So I, I'm picking the bills to win this one and do well enough. I I mean, I don't, I can't guarantee Sanders is okay. I might put him Um, in a three, but Tredavious white is also out. Yeah. Yes, done for, for this season, I believe. Yeah, yeah. trouble. I'm, well, so, I'm taking New England to win it. Yeah, Obviously. I'm with Moose on that one. Okay, but how will Emmanuel Sanders do? I don't think he'll do that well. I think Diggs I, is going to be. I, I, I don't think three trust is the week. highest. I think three is the highest. He's a flex option at the most. I would yeah. say probably Cole Beasley might be better than mm-hmm. maybe Emmanuel Sanders. Maybe yeah, or Gabe Davis. Does Cole Beasley choose not to fix that tooth? He's got one big old tooth knocked out. Kind of like hockey players. Yeah, maybe he likes he, the hockey player look. Yeah, but can he not afford to like get a get a tooth in there? Yeah, maybe, but he's, maybe he's, uh, waiting for maybe the he's an anti-dentite. <laughs> uh, that too, <laughs> if he put a fake tooth in there, it would take away his freedoms. Yeah. The 5G, you know, the, the tracking yeah. devices they put in teeth <laughs> these days. Um, anyways, moving along. Clyde Edwards Lair, we have it a four. Um, Kansas City with a fairly favorable matchup against who, Anthony? The Denver? Broncos? Yeah. yeah. So Austin Eckler, I know he's miles above uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, and the Mileses. Um, but the receiving game, you can, th- you can, the running backs do well in the receiving game against Denver. So I think that's where Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will thrive. Um, so I don't think it'll be a ridiculous week from him, but I think he'll, you know, do what he did last week, like a 13, 14 point week against Denver, which I think is uh decent, decent. All right. And uh, Joe Mixon just torched the Steelers for 30 fantasy points. How do we think Devonta Freeman is going to do against them with Baltimore? Not as good. Yeah. We have him at a three consensus because, you know, they'll, they'll put him in sometimes, then they'll put in Latavius Murray. I think you only put in Devontae Freeman because he will get the bulk of the carries and might roll into a double-digit roll, and also, uh, a double-digit finish. And also, Lamar yeah. Jackson has reverted back to just keeping the ball. Yeah. Like, oh, he did goodness. that quite a few times, just, oh, I'm going to run it. So it, that's going to chew up a lot of Devontae yeah. Freeman's opportunities. But, I mean, there's so many injuries, you might have no choice to play him. And last running back on the list, and last one on our list, coming off of 20.4 fantasy, 20.1 fantasy points tonight. Even with J.D. McKissick getting two tutties. And getting 20 points himself, yeah. Antonio Gibson, no J.D. McKissick next week, I think we can safely say. 
um, because he was carted off the field. So Antonio Gibson fired up, might even go up to six for him. We have him at a five on our beer rankings list, but it might even go up to six against the Raiders. It's going to be and all Gibson all day. I'd like to say that this, since injuries have been a hot topic of this podcast, that the Washington football team had the best injury management. They made sure that, you know, Antonio Gibson dealing with, uh, I think it was a hamstring issue. He sat out. He sat out the appropriate amount of time to let that hamstring heal, comes back tonight, and is actually 100%, you know, explosive and probably won't re-injure. Yes, 100%. We'd like to see that happen more often. Like, uh, and then know, the same thing with Logan Panthers. Thomas. They waited till Logan yep. Thomas was ready. Perfect. And Fitzpatrick's still out. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, is it time for our final segment? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. They said it on Reddit. Wow, that really <laughs> echoed through your apartment. Good. Good. Your facial expression is just so perfect. All right, so this one's coming from Juicy J. Um, running back situation is in shambles. Help. Michael Carter, IR. Christian McCaffrey, IR again. Who's next in the pipeline for me? Tevin Coleman and Dontrell Hilliard. Hilliard did great the last two weeks, so I'm definitely starting. Oh, wait. He's on a bye next week. So I have one low-level RB and a huge-ass blank spot. Help. I need to identify who will be a magic pickup this week. Otherwise, I'm kissing the playoffs goodbye. Whatever you got, hit me with it. So he didn't show what's available on his waiver wire. So we did mention Dontrell Hilliard in our waiver wire segment. Uh, there are guys like Boston Scott and Matt Breda, Matt Breda for well, the past couple of weeks. Let's list them. Let's list yeah. them and then rank them. Jamal Williams, Chuba Hubbard, Matt Breda. We'll assume Alexander Madison's gone, but he's, he's the guy to pick up if he's available in this league. But Jamal Williams, Chuba Hubbard, Matt Breda, and Boston Scott, throw him in there. Yeah. Um, those would be the guys. Like, I mean, he doesn't rank really <sighs> rank him. Well, I mean, Who's I would taking? say Chuba Hubbard to replace his McCaffrey. Yep. Um, Jamal Williams. But again, pay attention to Swift. I'm not sure if Swift. Uh, how he's, long he's not. He's not playing this week. I think not... the Panthers. The Panthers are on bye this week. Unfortunately, are the Panthers on a bye? I think so. I don't. Uh, see you're picking up Chuba, it. anyways, though. Yeah. You should pick up Chuba. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're on by. Yeah, you can pick up more than one running back. You can. I. Uh, my goodness, I would go Jamal Williams. I think for this week. What are my What are my options? Jamal Williams, Matt Breida, um, Boston Scott, Boston Scott, Ooh, and Kenneth Boston, well, Boston Scott's against the Jets. Kenneth Gamble's available in a lot of leagues good reason uh jamal williams against the vikings map read against the patriots oh i mean i'd be more inclined uh, i mean i think matt Breda could i mean they're not going to key off him they're certainly not going to be like we gotta stop Breda this week that's it uh but singletary's there as well we don't know the zach moss situation officially if he'll be in or out this week so i wouldn't uh I wouldn't. Uh, I go got a yeah. I got a feeling about Brita, but uh, yeah, certainly wouldn't feel psyched about trusting him. I, I say Jamal Williams is safe. Like he's gonna get carries. He'll get the red zone opportunities. I think even the ro- the rookie 
is fast, he might get the pass work game and and maybe more touches. But I think Jamal Williams would get the red zone work for the Lions if they're ever there. Uh, I I would I'm actually going to say the opposite because the other guy really? the, the rookie has been getting the the red zone work. Granted, <laughs> okay. Granted, I think Jamal Williams was injured those games, so I don't know yeah. how it would work. But um, <laughs> does anyone do you, either of you know how to say his name at all? No. Um, it's Godwin. Godwin. We'll just call him Godwin. Igwebukwe. Yeah, we'll just call Igwebukwe. him Godwin. Something like that. They say it easily. They make it sound so easy on the broadcast. Yeah. We'll Igwebukwe. just say Godwin. Uh, anyways, yeah, they, they've been he's using not him. A, in... He can't be a rookie. He's 27, but he's he's fast. That's for oh, sure. I thought he was. I thought he was. A, I thought he was the rookie. Anyways, he's not a. I thought he was. But uh, yeah, he's absolutely smashes into people. So they've been using him. Uh, and I mean, well, we're not gonna suggest this, but. Uh, I mean, you can take a shot on the the Baltimore Ravens backfield. Maybe one of them might get injured and be helpful to you in the next couple of weeks. But I mean, I, Devonta I don't think, Freeman, Latavius Murray. I don't think Devonta Freeman's a terrible pickup. He's not. He's not no. a terrible pickup. I'm not. But I'm sure somebody has him already. Yeah, you're not yeah. thrilled. He's had 16 carries in back-to-back weeks. But I mean, you know, pick up Latavius Murray has him. been injured for the past couple of weeks. It was his first game back this game i believe so he might get in for a couple tds in the red zone that's the only time they're going to bring him out so i would say if there's really none of the guys we mentioned out there i would say maybe pick up latavius murray because you know he's going to get some touches in the game and you know what the i i got a feeling about brita the Patriots gave up 131 yards to Hilliard and 109 yards to Foreman. You said it was off week. one play for Hilliard. Not 131 yards. He had like a 60-yard touchdown. So let's but remove still. that. He still has seven. So that's like 179 yards on the ground that gave up to a, to a Titans team that could only do that. They had nothing, nothing else going on. So but the problem with Breida is that, well, one, Devin Singletary is still there. So yeah. he could he could get the big plays. Yep. And two, we have to wait and see if Zach Moss is a healthy scratch again or not. Yep, fair enough. And like Matt Breda really got his points off of the Teddy. He didn't get a lot of yards on the ground. Yeah, you're right. I might go. I might I might have to go Jamal Williams if he's available. I go Jamal Williams. Madison, number one, for sure, if he's available. Chuba should be picked up by this guy, Juicy J, no matter what, even though he's on bye. But then I go Jamal Williams. Then Matt Breida, then Boston Scott, or whoever. Ugh. Insert anyone here. I, I would go Devonta Freeman ahead of Boston Scott, to be honest. Even against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has not been good against the run. Maybe if one of the Patriots running backs are there, Romandre, or uh, yeah, maybe Romandre might be available, but highly doubt yeah. it. Yeah. Tough one. Tough one. Good luck. But this guy's in, I think, a similar boat to but I think you've done yourself many fantasy players. Yes, the services because I was saying, I think I'd mentioned earlier that you know if you're one of these guys that owns a Christian McCaffrey or a Dalvin Cook, you should have their handcuffs because they're Handcuff constantly them. injured. So I don't know why this guy doesn't have Chuba Hubbard. Chuba, Chuba, yeah. Chuba. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck. Yeah. Good luck to this player, guys. Maybe. I've been drinking. I wanted to get a beer. That symbolized like Dalvin Cook going, you know, like something like with a Cook in the title or a Christian McCaffrey, but couldn't get anything. Christian beer. So I just went with an old Stanley Park Trail Hopper IPA because I'll be ho- trail hopping from one running back to another for the rest of the season <laughs> if I even make the playoffs in these leagues that I've lost every running back that exists. 
Um, it's a delicious beer though. 6.8% um, IPA. Tasty. Of course, Stanley Park, famous Stanley Park in Vancouver, BC. I, uh, I pulled the Dave. I, did, I didn't have a beer tonight. That's no longer a thing. Like I've been drinking beer. I've been drinking a lot of different no, stuff. No, it's a, it's a Dave thing for a while. Okay. okay. You started. You started okay. the no beer trend. Okay. I see how it's going to be. Since we switched to one podcast, I've always had a beer. Just then, or something. Okay. Anthony, what about you? Um, I'm having. Uh, I had a gin and tonic. Uh, gin I poured and a couple. It was a Bar Hill gin Ooh. from Vermont. Um, yeah. With a, with a little bit of lime in it. Hey, how's the weather out uh, out east, guys? Is it snowing yet? It has it, snowed. It snowed uh, two days ago. Yeah, but and it's it stayed like ago. a snow that stays or just melted away. It's on ice. some rooftops. It's just ice, okay. it's mostly ice. on the ground. I like the first couple snowfalls when it's all white and pretty, though, around Christmas time. It's nice. It's nice. It makes it feel Christmassy, holiday, yeah. holiday. It's all going to be gone on Wednesday, Thursday. Supposed to have yeah. some uh, warmer days and a bit of rain. Okay. And boys, I'm going to a live NFL game this weekend. <gasps> That's this weekend? Oh yeah. Philly Goodness. Jets. Uh, one of the rougher games of this week. <laughs> no, but Anthony, you'll be cheering for me. Vic- I'll be cheering vicariously through you for Jalen Hurts, my guy, if he's playing, if his ankles yeah. are good. Carry the team. Go, uh, going with the girlfriend. She's a big Eagles fan. Uh, so poor her. Can you bring a sign or something? Can you get on TV? We're gonna we want we're gonna be watching this. I want to see you get on TV. Oh, and speaking of getting on TV, yeah. Did you, well, actually, it has nothing to do with getting on TV. But did you okay. know uh, Tardif, uh, one of our fellow he's playing for the Jets, Laurent Laurent Duvernay yeah. Tardif, he's the right guard. He's hey, the best O lineman they have. They traded him at the deadline, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, a fellow Canadian will be there. Maybe I'll get his attention. Home. But we'll be on the Philly side. You should wear a Montreal Canadiens jersey. <gasps> yes. We're a Montreal. How high up are you? <laughs> we're actually pretty low to the field. We're wear a Montreal Canadiens jersey and then a sign and uh, go talk to Lauren Duvernay Tardif after. Ask him to come on the podcast. You'd probably stick out amongst all the green. Yes. yes. <laughs> Although Jets fans, also notoriously Islanders. Islanders fans, I believe. So yes. mm, just beware of that. Bah, Islanders fans. Well, I don't think if there's any show. Philly fans there, I'll definitely be on the Philly side. So Philly fans are nuts too. So if they're there, yeah. we got uh, decent protection as well. Good thing the Montreal Canadiens are so bad that there's on no one's radar right now. So he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Wear it. Wear the jersey. I like it. Awesome, guys. Well, uh, words of wisdom? Uh, always put your, put your playoff gut forward. It's oh, time. Yeah. It's time to pick up your playoff gut and put it forward. Absolutely. And I'm I'm going to never quit. Never quit. Never surrender. Even if you've lost your six six star, top running backs at one point or another in a league. Um, you know, keep your chin up. Keep your chin up. And just next man up. Chin up. Next man up. That's my, uh, that's my motto. Chin up. Next man up. I like it. Yeah. Nothing for us, Anthony. Which is like two epic words of wisdom. You got nothing? Well, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> well, right, I don't well, know enjoy note. the Eagles and Jets, my friend. And we'll uh, we'll see everybody on halftime live on Wednesday. As always, thanks for listening. See you next time. Ciao.